Coming up next, Booking It Reads, Keeper of the Lost Cities. Hey everyone, and welcome back to BookNet. I'm, of course, your humble and eloquent host, Mr. Cooper Cobbs, and joining me today is my very good friend, Mr. Tanner Lewis. Howdy, folks. And my other very good friend, Mr. Isaiah Hello. And for the record, I do have other good friends, but these are two that are here We're with just me better. talking. Yeah, it's true. You got me. It's his facts. Well, Isaiah just got back from a trip, he went to see a college, and... He told me that he thought it was a nerd college, so he wasn't going to go. But then informed me that I would like it. So, um, well, there's that. that's not exactly what I said, but okay. <laughs> that's what your mom said. Guys, at least. from an objective oh, point of view, from an objective standpoint, that is exactly what Isaiah and um, Mrs. Ryatsky said, like to the T. That is not what I said. That's what my mom said. Well, I'm going to go find out for myself. I don't want to go there because it's all about debate and stuff, and I don't like debate, but Cooper would love it because it's about debate. Okay, sure, sure. So debate and nerd are not synonymous? Eh, depends. Depends okay, how well, much you're into debate. Well, I'm going to visit the college next week, actually, so oh, nice. that'll be fun, Ooh. and uh, I'll see for myself. What anyway, you, uh... ooh, good question. I don't know. I think it was a history class. Maybe journalism okay. class. One of those two. Nice. Yeah. The history one was good. Good. Cool. Okay. Well, um, only one other note of business before we get started. Tanner cried watching the live action Cinderella. And, um, Tis true. Out of the way we can Tis true. <laughs> okay. What, what do, do nerds cry? I, I, I mean, why? why we is tear this, up at good movies, Cooper. I don't know. Um, um, My favorite thing is Tanner baby. just like grouping himself along with other people, or grouping me along with him for, for, and maybe he doesn't have a good reason to do this, do so. Like Tanner, you you don't have the ability to roast the book we're talking about. I do. Okay, so stay on your own side wait. over there, bud. Wait, what? 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 I can. No, I, ha- here's I have here's an objective standpoint. Yeah, it says the guy who like stayed up late reading the latest book He's on his Kindle point. that yeah. he pre-ordered and that has read all the books. Two months beforehand. Yeah, exactly. You don't have the ability to I've do repented. This. I've Stand repented. <laughs> I guarantee you, you okay. when the next book comes out, you're going to be pre-ordering that one, True too. Facts. A couple no, of I'm not. Ago, didn't Actually, you it... and Isaiah, Tanner, like, talk for like five, ten minutes about the future of the series? We did. No. We did. We did. did. You predicted the future of the book series. He did. Well, we did. You you made a prediction. We don't know if it's true or not, though. I did. I don't care anymore, Cooper. Honestly, (laughs) I'm not even going to buy the next book. You guys can fact check me on this. I will not buy the next book. Okay. We got verifiable. I will borrow it from Isaiah after he. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna let you borrow it. Okay. Well, we're kind of already in here, but let's just talk about it. So, Isaiah, why don't you go ahead and, and give us your baggage first, since you're the most positive well, in the series. My baggage. Um, I think it was something like Becky was reading it, and I looked at it, and I was bored. I saw it on the shelf or whatever, like, just after she finished the first one. I was like, huh, that looks interesting. So then I just read it. It's like two years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then I liked it. 
uh, I'll say this. It's not my favorite book series, yeah. but it's good and entertaining. Not the best written, though. Like, it's not written the best. Yeah. Sure. But it's still good and entertaining. Okay, so you'd recommend that people read it if they have nothing else to read? Eh, I mean, read Harry Potter first, but sure. Okay. Okay. Well, Tanner, what about you? My baggage. Oh, boy. I have nothing good to read at this point in time in my life, and I am entirely bored. Me yeah. sees my um, Amazon suggested reading, decides, huh, Isaiah's talked about this book. I'm going to read it. Purchases book. Reads book. Proceeds to read entire series in an unhealthy amount of time. I think it was like a pre-orders week next read the whole series. Uh, to be fair, it was two and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Reading what? Eight and a half books that are each about 700 pages in two and a half weeks. Nice. It was unhealthy. As I said. <laughs> and then uh, proceeding to read the final book in, once again, an unhealthy amount of time. And let me, let me propose a metaphor here. Ooh. A young kid, an innocent, blonde, young kid with a magic bookshelf happens to be a year starving. and a half ago, Cooper. A year and a half ago. He's Not starving. Even. And so he decides to go to the unhealthiest restaurant possible and gorges there for every meal for the next two and a half weeks and un- un- unhealthily eats from the, me- the place because he's wow. starving. And that's that's the metaphor for Tanner's reading of Keep It the Lost Cities right there. Wow. Yes, it's great. I'm going to carry it further. He can he proceeds to puke out and regret every single moment that he spent reading it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Wow, okay. But he can't take back the fact that he did, so. Yeah, exactly. There we go. So he's left with a sore stomach. Okay, well, my baggage then. Um, here's the deal. These people who are talking before me or hey, were talking hey. before me have been trying to convince me to read the series for a long time. I think Tanner just wanted someone else to puke with him, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Really, I thought he and, liked it. Yeah, he, I did too. I did too. I don't think he decided that. Yeah, I don't think he puked until a very long time after ingesting. But. At any rate, Isaiah and Becky were both trying to convince me to read it. I think Tanner well, at this point. More like was... I mentioned it, and Becky was the one trying to convince me. Okay, it's you. fair. That's fair. Teenage, um, like middle school girls, are obsessed with this book. This is oh just a gosh. proven fact. It, it's true. I will. I will note on a mission trip I went on last year. Um, several of the girls on the trip were indeed um, avid readers of the series. So yes, um, true. But I had always hesitated because I knew that if I read it. I would probably be something like Tanner, but probably a little less extreme. Like, I would acknowledge that, okay, as Isaiah said, it's not the best written, but it's fairly entertaining. But I was trying to have self-control and restrict myself from engaging in such behavior because, to my knowledge, there's just better things to read, personally. But Jane Austen. Yeah, there is. No, bro, what? (laughs) Nah, what you, what? Nah. You can't. You can't deny. You could have gone to Jane anything. Austin you could have gone to Lewis. Better. Oh, no, no. Better. You could have gone to C.S. Lewis. You could have gone to Tolkien, but you went to Jane Austen. Dude, I'm reading Sense and Sensibility right now, and it is like a palate cleanser. Good for you, man. Anyways, I don't think since the point. Gandalf versus Dumbledore, if we had this serious of a disagreement on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> about Keeper of the Lost Cities, of all things. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. I was making the schedule for this year, having rejected the call to read Cape for the Lost Cities for a good two years now. And 
I looked at my the list that I had been typing up, and I'm like, ah, there's a hole here. And um, it would be really fun to roast Cupid of the Lost Cities. Uh, for, at least for me. I know Isaiah wouldn't do that. but And <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll subject myself to the torture um, for the listeners, you know? So I did. And uh, that's kind of what happened. Because I just read it a couple weeks ago. Fun fact, after this recording, I have to go return the book from the library because it's overdue. And because I did not <laughs> buy the book by any means. So yeah, that was my baggage. And I kind of brought to the table low expectations, I'll be honest. And if I'm being honest, and I'll say this off the gate, kind of transitioning into opening thoughts, it met my expectations and it might have surpassed them a little bit. That's not saying much, but... Because you had such you know, low expectations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like it didn't you know, go below those expectations. So I think that's a, that's a good thing, honestly. And while I was reading it, I think I talked about this maybe last episode, but... Um, I think you weren't on that one, Isaiah, but I, I kind of said the idea, the fact that I forgot this kind of genre existed, like the in-between middle grade slash young adult genre, mm-hmm. Isaiah, like yeah, the kind of that. Percy Jackson-ish genre, like they're kind of young enough to where like the 10, 11, 12-year-olds read the series, but they have enough, you know, let's just say kissing content to where the, uh, <laughs> you know, high schoolers are able to kind of enjoy and the young adult market's kind of kind of enjoying it. So it's kind of this in-between. And I remember reading the first chapter, and I will admit, I think that the, the, the latter half of the book got better um, mm-hmm. than the first half, maybe because the first half seems so stereotypical with, like, Percy Jackson, with, like, yeah, that, that, another, another couple series. That. Yeah, like, just the, idea, the whole idea that this, this character is living amongst mortals, you know, basically. And then they have undiscovered powers. And then a person from another species slash race comes in and kidnaps them to a, a special place to train their abilities. Like, that plot is, is like, at this point, so overused, especially in this genre. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of tired out of that. But I think it did get a little better towards the end of the novel. Just the fact that, you know, if you have if you're decent at all at revealing hidden information... And you can have a kind of convincing plot. And so mm-hmm. as tiring as the giant plot was, just the, you know, here and there, overall broad story beats, it got better as it went along, simply because the author was at least somewhat decent at trying to have cliffhangers and reveal those things. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- I'll give it that. I think it surpassed my expectations ever so slightly, but uh, not without, um, not without trying for sure. So... Okay, well, that's kind of my opening thoughts. Um, why don't Why don't Tanner you go for next, so then Isaiah can bring some positivity at the very end of our <laughs> opening thoughts. I agree with Cooper's for the most part. Um, uh, when I first picked up this book, like the or the series at least, um, uh, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, just because it was like it had a relatively good plot, I didn't have very high expectations for it once again um i was merely starving for literature period um uh, or just at least anything that was entertaining um uh, so it was mildly entertaining for that reason just because i had had no nothing good for a little while then fast forward and uh, um uh, my thoughts about this book have changed and i'm going to state why now first of all I wasted too much time on this series. Actually, Tanner, why don't you stay for, first? Like, what, what, what kind of caught your attention? What made you 
like keep this keep the food down at first before deciding to she, you know food down at first. <laughs> because he sorry, actually liked the book she was fairly not okay, stop here, talking here. about it she's very cute uh typical oh whoa no <laughs> i'm kidding no <laughs> no anyways what held my attention for the first part was the um like at least what you were talking about at the end, like it kind of moved out of the stereotypical. And so I was slightly intrigued at like what would happen, like uh-huh. moving from that. And so um, uh, her storytelling was um, pretty crappy, but I was able to look past that and see the ideas. And I enjoyed the ideas for the most part. And so the ideas kind of kept me within the series until they became redundant. Okay, fair. I mean, this is a long series, and it's not many series that can go on without just being redundant and kind of exploring the same things. So that's a flaw that many series face. Not, it's not unique here, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I said, what about you? Um, so I also went into reading the book without basically any expectations because mm-hmm. Becky just finished it and didn't tell me much about it. Yeah. And I mean, she said she liked it, but like, so, yeah, so like my younger sister. sister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I was bored, didn't have anything to read. So I was like, well, might as well read it, see how the first book is. Um, So, yeah, I thought it was a good book. It was entertaining. Like I said, some of the stuff with writing style and all that wasn't the best. Like what you said, how the beginning plot was like the beginning half was like basically the same as any other yeah. book in that genre. Um, But I still thought it was a good and entertaining book. And I think it gets better, at least in the next few books. Near the end, though, it it does kind of just get redundant. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I still thought it was a good book. And, I mean, I would recommend it to someone who didn't really have much to read. If you have a better book to read, like Harry Potter or something like that, definitely okay. read those instead. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the takeaway. Maybe just say it right here. If you have something else to read, please, please read. Please read. Well, it depends on what the something else is. You're right. You're right. But I really do think that this is, this is kind Jackson. of – I would actually – for uh patreon let's plug patreon here a couple of months ago i wrote like this kind of thing where i looked at all the books on my bookshelf and kind of like put them into tiers and rank them and it was a lot of fun i had a lot of fun doing it but in one of the tiers just kind of like this is a good if you have someone who is reading a lot um, and they're younger like i was i'm sure like all of us were like we're just devouring books and our parents don't know what to do then okay give them this book it's not necessarily the highest of literature but it's going to be the ones that are, like, good fillers, you know? And mm-hmm. so I would kind of place it kind of in that tier, basically. Like, this is a good filler book. You're kind of desperate for reading like Tanner and Isaiah were talking about. And uh, this is not – nothing in here is going to damage you. I think that as long as you understand this is not peak literature, please don't, like, treat it like that, then I think it's fine. I'll be honest. Like, I don't, I did not hate this book with a passion – I'm not going to say don't read this book. It's utter garbage. But at the same time, I think there are lots of other things that are better out there. But I understand the situation mm-hmm. in which someone might read this and even find something beneficial in it. So there's that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else kind of broad before we talk about specific elements of the book? Okay. Well, uh, Here, I'll guys... clarify. I don't oh. necessarily hate it, and I wouldn't like not recommend it to somebody. I would just not do over what i have done if that makes sense i think me and isaiah are both on you your side here because i don't, I don't think we would recommend reading this series in two and a half weeks to be honest no no definitely not <laughs> yeah. i mean you anyway. could if you really wanted to but that's that's 
That's fast. Yeah. Anyways, dude. just stating that my obsession does not stand anymore. Yeah. It's like a bad taste in my mouth. Okay. Well, I think it's more than that. If you were puking, you said, so I don't know. It's kind of like a raw throat. No, okay. It remains um, a... Let's, let's, <laughs> let's grab the metaphor. We're done with the metaphor at this point. Let's talk about the world building of this book because, I, well, as this, of the series. I'm not going to read the rest of the series, but Isaiah and Tanner have, so they can speak to this a bit more than I can. But I think world building is an important aspect of this kind of book because it's a book that relies heavily on kind of the world that the author has built, the customs, um, and how the characters interact with those things. Um, so how do you guys feel about the world building and Keep of the Lost Cities as a whole? How unique is it? How cool is it? How fun is it? Would you want to live inside it? That kind of thing, you know? Here, really quickly, um, I just looked up on average how many words there are in each book for Keep of the okay. Lost Cities and how long it would take it. It says for a fast reader, it would take about eight and a half hours to read one eight book. And a half? One book. Yeah. Um, And that in about one book on average, there's about one... 148,800 words, which means Tanner read about 1,264,800 words in a week, in, or in two weeks. That's pretty insane right there. Look at that. How'd wow, you read that's that, almost <laughs> the same way that I finished Dune in less than a week. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the deal. Like, these books, like, I think the, at least my copy at least, um, has, it has pretty big font. The pages aren't, like, packed tight. So that's like, true, the but they're pages still like a bit of a misnomer, but they're still they're still pretty big, yeah. By the way, my edition has like little annotations from the author. Cooper. Oh, and interesting. But Cooper, yeah. the first book is like one of the smallest books, you know that, right? Yeah, okay. I guess that's true. I was wondering the about biggest that. So one like, is sure a thousand is something, something pages. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> huh. Which one was Wait. that even? Uh, I think that was book six, right? That sounds right. Anyway, the name of it. Yeah. My my thoughts on the world building, pulling us back on track. Yes. Um, uh, I think that it's interesting. I think that it's what kept me in the series for as long as it mm -hmm. did. I think that um, as a whole, it relies way too much on um, uh, like stereotypical um, uh, like fantasy worlds, uh -huh. sci-fi worlds. Like it uses all of those as like a significant tr crutch, like. There's not many ideas that you hear of that you haven't heard of or read of in other mm -hmm. places. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, like, it feels like they've just created this medley of uh, um, uh, just, like, a bunch of interesting things. Even. Yeah, mythologies. And just, like, threw them into something and said, this is going to be great, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, this melting pot is going to work. Um, right. uh, but, like, it doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't, but it doesn't feel flavorful is like my point, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah, it doesn't feel tasteful. It doesn't feel creative. It just feels like these are a lot of ideas that everybody loves. Let's throw them together. It will work. Yeah, it, it's just overall, it's a letdown. Um, uh, as a whole, the interaction from the characters with the world is pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, like, I feel like the way that they interact with the world definitely drives it on. But I don't think that it's anything to rival. Like even like there are a couple of books that I've been reading, like that are not, not classy literature, but um, uh, they're just like, I don't know. They just have better world building for some reason, like than this, it just feels so haphazard. And uh -huh. uh, 
this felt like a good idea, so I threw it in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Isaiah? Yeah, I would have to agree with what he says. Um, I still, I mean, I thought it was good in that it kind of helped with the story to make it entertaining. Um, and that they did it well, but yeah, it's basically like a stereotypical type thing. But I still liked it. I mean, yeah, just because it's stereotypical doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, that's right. I mean, um, I think that kind of what Tanner said is true. Like, she threw she cobbled together a bunch of different worlds. I mean, the whole idea of of elves, and I mean, is it is Atlantis in here? I forget. It is right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Atlantis, like every single. <laughs> Every single city that's supposed to not exist exists. Right. In like this one, Shangri-La, they were just hidden by like, the elves. Yeah, like literally everything exists. Mm-hmm. Right. Every mythology exists. It's so weird. Yeah. And so as Standard said, like it, it's thrown all together and it's mixed up. And the result is not something that is extremely flavorful. But like as I pointed out, it's obviously an engaging enough world to where like I didn't actively hate it. And thousands of people have read it and I've read the whole series um because probably because of the world so i acknowledge that there is something here i don't think that she does a very very effective job at blending all these things together i just maybe people just haven't read enough like other worlds that have this kind of thing but i've read like guys i think i seriously think i've read six or seven series that have half of the elements in this book yeah like i could like sit here and name you five or six right now that have so true that have these creatures that have this and and so that kind of led to just more of a bland thing like there's nothing really super interesting or unique necessarily about this world that just makes it breathe on its own like honestly it felt like i was watching i mean i don't know like maybe it's too extreme metaphor but like i just didn't feel like this world was breathing or alive it felt like it was a it felt you know like when you're watching a fantasy show it either works or it doesn't like, it's either really cool, and the costumes and the really, like, gothic imagery sometimes, it either works or it doesn't. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. you're watching a cool world. Sometimes you're watching people with bad elf ears talking in accents for no reason, you know? <laughs> and and that, on that spectrum, it kind of leaned more towards the, this isn't really working, I can kind of see through this thing. You know, it didn't feel like a real world that I want to go and live in. Unlike Harry Potter, which has a lot of pretty cool elements it does blend together a lot of things like nothing nothing, like completely new in harry potter but it does in an interesting engaging way to where the world is a world that you want to live in and uh and it's breathing world whereas this world is just not like seriously so i didn't really know what was going to happen in this book at all and then when i realized that the majority of this book was going to take place inside a school for kids uh, a magic school i was like are you kidding me like Okay. Who? I'm telling you the next ones do get a bit better where they're not just always at Fox Fair. Okay. But yeah, fair. they they do move away from that they, pretty fast. They become much more action packed in that sense. I okay. think what two or three of the books like school is just canceled throughout the whole thing, so there isn't school. Ah, great. Cool. By the way, <laughs> can we just talk about the fact that they call the students prodigies? Like is yeah, that not a little Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> like, seriously? Also, how do people pay like what's their society? They have they each get they don't what, pay. Like they, they, they don't, don't pay. They don't pay. They get like Remember, free they said money, they though, work they? because they want like to work, and everyone yeah. instantly has five million of whatever their currency is, which is each one one dollar in their currency is worth about five bill or one billion in American money. That's like so insane. they are like, basically how, how uber rich function? and they work because they want to work because they have 
infinite indefinite like... lifespan so they're not just going to sit around doing nothing the whole time right but that sounds like socialism if people actually worked which <laughs> like i'm not sure if, if but i mean if you actually... had like an indefinite it... lifespan people kind of figure out stuff to keep themselves occupied yeah, so they do like what they want to do over really fast though but i don't know yeah. whatever it doesn't like... it doesn't work cooper like it at once I'm again, just explaining you, how the book you can see explained. through yeah, it yeah, so yeah, knows, yeah. you can see through it so fast. Okay, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, but um, uh, what was I going to say? I had a thought. Oh, man. oh um, uh, like uh, the way that like their entire society is like built up, and the way that like their world like operates, it just feels so fake, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's something about um. Uh, um uh I'm not coming up with it right. I'm trying to think of like that I don't know. Oh, the name's not coming to me. But just like um uh, the places that have like these hidden societies that have like these uh, hierarchies. Oh, um uh, the uh uh Andy Wilson Cooper. Uh-huh. Oh, uh Notes in the Tilted World? No, the other one. The what, his what fiction. One? Oh, uh his fiction. Ashtown? Ashtown, yes, thank you. Um, uh, I was dying; I couldn't think of it. Um, like Ashtown Burials, like that that book series just has like such a believable hierarchy. You're like, this exists, yeah, right? It does it exists somewhere because it has to exist. It's too well thought through, right? Right. Like the way that their society works in this, like in this book, it just doesn't. It feels so fake, right? Like there's no actual hierarchy of powers. It feels like anybody can just move up and down whenever they want to. People can just like float and do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it as long as nobody knows. It just feels so fake. It doesn't feel like there's an actual structure to it. It feels like it yeah. should just like collapse at any moment. Isn't that the whole <laughs> plot of the book series, Tanner, that the Never Seen are exploiting that and making it collapse? Ayo, what? I guess to some extent. <laughs> anyways cooper you haven't gotten to that i guess to some extent yeah, no, but like even but even still like those hierarchies still feel fake well yeah but i mean that's the whole reason the black swan never seen or created though because they realized there were flaws in that system okay fine i retract my statement isaiah <laughs> is correct let me just kind of sum up what we've said i think we under, we will we, we all agree that they, she, these things work because like these the, these things individually are flavors that have worked in the past evidenced by how many people have used them but just here, like, there's nothing you or unique, new or unique to kind of make it spark, I guess. That's kind of what it was missing for me. Just kind of, like, uniqueness yeah. that makes it feel mm-hmm. real and believable. It was totally fine. It was passable. Um, but it was just, like, meh. So The only reason well, it works is because we have, like, now you have a base. Now you have an audience base, right? And so now you've got an audience base that, like, reads this as they're like this is the one true thing that has elves and all of these oh, things in that's it right true. yeah that's what i was thinking like, and so how did this get through how many how many people read this when it's like a ripoff of everything that's come before it it's true it's like i guess okay, it's how just many people they, have read lord of the rings yeah and listen seen this you know i've read the ancient it, it has the big i guess the reason why it works for most people is because it has a magnet now right you've yeah. got your popularity magnet and uh, this is their first introduction to the uh, quote-unquote greatness of mythology. 
And so now right. you've got all these people that are like, ooh, mythology is pretty cool. So now I'm going to like go read Percy Jackson and all this. And now they're getting introduced to all of these other things. But now they feel like they have to stick to this because this was their introduction into the greatness of, once again, quote unquote, mythology. Right, right. I feel you. I feel you on that case. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, yeah. I think that's just, that's probably how it, people latched on. It was just, okay, this is my introduction to these kind of things. So it works. By the way, I don't think the world is really the main reason that people get involved in the book. It's it's enough, but also it's like the plot. It's the she's like mm-hmm. I said, the author is at least somewhat decent and kind it's of the over having Wait. thinly veiled or like having things veiled and then revealed as you go on, and that's kind of you know makes you keep turning the pages. Here's here's my personal like thought for why people actually stay hooked. It is because. The main character was so relatable in the beginning. You're like, you could almost be her, like, in the beginning. Just, like, ignore uh-huh. telepathy, right? She's just, like, this normal <laughs> nerd, every right? every other thing. Hey, Isaiah, quiet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, she's, she's normal and relatable until all of a sudden she's whisked away into this magical paradise where vegetables taste like meat. <laughs> and, right. uh, um... Like, they're able to, all of a sudden, she's now this overpowered superhero that has more powers than literally anybody else mm-hmm. in their entire society, with the right. um, with the notable exemption of one, but we don't talk about him. Um, uh, yeah, well, that right, one, well, maybe, I mean, it's, maybe not. We don't know. It's it's just the thing that Harry Potter does, too. It makes you want, like, you, you feel like you relate to Harry Potter, and then you want to become Harry Potter. It's wish fulfillment, so it's the same thing here. You're right. Yeah, except she becomes so overpowered, it's no longer believable. It, yeah, I, I still don't know why she loses. Like, okay, how she here's, loses here's, any fights. Okay, guys, we're moving into the final portion of this, where me and Isaiah are going to tell Cooper why the entire series as a whole does not hold up and why it's so redundant. Are we ready? I mean, go ahead. You start then, I guess. Here's, the, here's my thought, okay? We have literally nine books. Like... Eight and a half. Eight and a half, but yes. We could call ten. So we have like nine and a half books, okay? Giving like that little weird section that we had. Um, All of a sudden, every book becomes this overpowered superhero girl power that literally cannot win. Yeah. Period. Cannot win. We literally have... They say in the book that they just keep losing over and over and over again and never actually win. We have five years. It's like five. It's four or five years, right? Something like that. Uh, I think it's, it's something like. like it, okay, fine. Three. We have about three years of her life, in which she literally continues to lose and lose and lose and lose. Or when they think lose. it's a win, it's actually not, and they're being. It's tricked. actually a loss. Yes. Yes. So eventually, we get to where me and Isaiah are in the series at the very end. Um, and we're left with a big decision. All of a sudden, the main character realizes that she cannot win. It gets really mad. And all of a sudden, she's winning. <laughs> How? Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> she just started winning because she's well, de- she started decided becoming that she was... the enemy. But yeah. Oh, yes. Because she's becoming evil now. And, and we are well... okay with this. <laughs> she's becoming <laughs> ruthless and is killing people. Um, well, she... Eh. 
sort of. Yes. But she's actually yes. using her powers now instead of just being scared. Fair. Now, we're at the very end of the series where, like, we're at what's supposed to be one of the final books of the series where we are at this place which is supposed to be unfindable. And uh, we and found I'll... a person that is not supposed to exist and it has been erased from all memories. What happens? We don't know. It, you hear his name and then it just ends. In the book series ends at that point, And we are left with the expectation of another book in a year and a half. Yeah. This is why I do not like this series. <laughs> well, uh, if you don't ranting Tanner, I want to talk about the characters a little bit more. Um, Go ahead. That was guess, spoilers, by the way, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that wasn't too bad, but yeah. I think that it's really hard for a fantasy world where the author is at least somewhat competent to have bad side characters. And this is really no exception. I mean, there are a couple of pretty fun side characters, like... Keith. What's his face? Keith is pretty fun. Um, he gets better. Becomes no he gets way better. Keith becomes... Keith becomes no longer a side character and becomes ultimate main character. Like he really does. <laughs> Not just that, cool. but in eight point well, five, it's from his perspective. That's cool. So well, he basically. I think he was my second main, favorite side the, character. The doctor I mean, dude, whatever his name was, is pretty yes, fun character. Yes, Elwin. Yes, he's a pretty fun guy. Everyone agrees there, we like, hate Fitz. Fun. Yeah, I mean, he's the kind of guy who's gonna win the love triangle, but nobody wants him to win. Well. So. See, he does, but then he doesn't. Oh, okay. it's so funny. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, then there's just some like arbitrary school drama, which even J.K. Rowling, for all like the that kind of stuff, is the least believable stuff in Harry Potter. It's like the spats mm -hmm. that they have, and that stuff's worse in this book. But other than that, the side characters are pretty fun. Her relationship with what's her name, Grady and um, El Eldeline, right? Um, the her adopted parents, at least in the first book. Mm -hmm. Um, that's pretty good and emotional stuff. So, yeah, I think overall the characters are okay. Like I said, Sophie's just kind of a bland, wish fulfillment -y character. But that's okay. It's kind of what she's supposed to be. So, but I'm fine. just saying, Keith gets absolutely way better, especially when Roe comes in. Okay. Well, I'm Keith not is honestly it, but I'll the take reason that I would. The Keith is honestly the reason that I would finish the series at this point. Same. I mean, especially with what happened to him, but yeah. Okay, here's here's what I'll say about the character arcs throughout the entire series. Everybody else is just a character arc loop. There's uh -huh. no changing. There's no, like, there's no morphing into a becoming. They Except just Keith. are. Except Keith. Keith has the most amazing character arc ever. And it, like, Seriously. progressively... It progressively gets better, honestly. Um... Uh, he uh, like he starts like risking his life to save his friends and uh, like all of this stuff like is very but he hard. never like, loses the jokes this is very and true. his sense of until humor. he he until well, he actually does lose his jokes that's a good point well i mean he more like loses his what what is it um feeling like he just can't feel how huh. like he becomes Dude. numb wow that's tough yes. anyways it's a he has a very 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 interesting character arc that um I would like to see all the way through at this point. But I mean, as far as all the I, other yeah. character goes, like they're just bland and they well I mean Fitz kind of becomes almost ruthless. Murderous. That is true. You almost. you slowly you slowly become 
come to hate fits more and more. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, speaking of just the kind of the plot with kind of involved in character arcs, I feel like the climax for me just came way too soon and was way too short. I don't know. Like, I was kind of plodding through school stuff and, oh, midterms, oh, no, finals, oh, no. And then wham, wham. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Fight, fight. Kidnap, kidnap. Like I said, it does get better. Yeah, I'm sure it does. But it feels like every book, though. It feels like every one of the books that it does yeah. that, though. I mean, you need I mean, to, like, I understand I the book, the first book, you need to set up everything, set up the, um, all the settings, all the characters, the conflict, and then you got to have kind of a climax that, honestly, can we, like, is the climax of the first book in a series ever the best? I understand that. But, I mean, it is still a fair criticism to make, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's kind of wrap up here. Any final thoughts? Read if you are starving, but do not read unhealthily. Isaiah? Um, yeah, I don't know. I've kind of said everything I wish to say. Fair. Fair. Well, I think that we talked about the writing not being the best. Like, it's perfectly passable. It's fine. Like, it's not trash or garbage by any means. Like, I, I honestly do have respect for anybody who can finish a novel and it remains somewhat competent, like I really do, like having tried to write a novel of my own. So absolutely, it functions. Like I said, it's good filler. It's not going to damage your, your soul <laughs> by any means if you read it. But like we've said, I think all the criticisms we've made are fair, but you know, just take that into account, and um, if you can, find something else. But the writing is it's not terrible. It's fine. It's passable. It'll work. But I think there are... There, there are better meals out there, but hey, we all have McDonald's every now and then, and that's perfectly okay. So <laughs> let's do some donor shoutouts. Tanner, tell the folks where to go for a donor shoutout. To get a donor shoutout, you can go to patreon.com forward slash it and donate to any of our $5 and up tiers. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't remember how many lost cities there are, but I'm going to say a patron, and then you tell me a lost city that they would live oh, in. Okay. You Bro, can repeat if you need like- to. You can repeat. Hold on. Give me like 20 seconds. Okay. I remember well, we can, none we can, of them. We can do a different thing here. We can just say if they're an elf or a human, I guess, or if they'd be part of Black Swan or not. I don't know. What do you guys want to do here? Elf or human. Oh, you do? Elf or human. Oh, okay. Fine. Elf or human. I just walked over there to grab book eight. Oh, well. Okay. Well, also the patron. You guys say if they're an elf or a human. Here we go. Nana. Elf. Van Papianuela. Elf. Mike and Sylvia. Human. Mike and Laura. Human. Make some passion into these voices, guys. Come on. Anna. Elf. Emily. Uh, human. Becky. Human. Lizzie. Elf. Keenan. Elf, for sure. Well, I think that we take way too long. Like, in between, yeah. like, me saying things, like, four seconds. And that's, like, it's, I guess, I think, really, the, the, the real answer for that is we really want to tread lightly when naming our patrons as one thing or another. And uh, then they want to make sure they get it right. So that's why they take so long in deciding. Because that or there's just true. a delay. Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> 
All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you thought we were fair. I know a lot of people kind of like this series, so I hope, hope you think that we were fair and honest in our critiques. If you didn't like it, don't leave a one-star rating and review. Please, we beg you. Please leave a five-star rating and review <laughs> because <laughs> that helps us out a lot. Hey, truly, whenever we get a review, it makes our week. It really does. It really mm-hmm. does. So thank you guys who have left a review already. Appreciate to you or not appreciate those who are going to leave a review now. That's what I wanted to say. Make sure to check out Patreon, support us, look at cool bonus content. We had donor shout out there. We'll see you next time with is it Ham Nope, it's not Hamlet. It's not, but we'll see you next time. Until then. Keep on booking it. Keep on booking it.